Hi, and welcome again to the Yes and I Am podcast, the podcast where we learn about people. I'm Aaron Max, and today's guest I am super excited about. She has just been killing it in the world of film and has sparked a little bit of controversy when it comes to the Academy Awards and a lot of uh, viewers thinking that she has been snubbed for a nomination. And I would love to hear her thoughts on the industry and what it means to be an actor, writer, and director. I'm talking about Greta Gerwig. How's it going, Greta? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me today. Yeah, oh. glad to glad to be here. I've, I've never been to Queens before, so this is awesome. You've never been to Queens before? I'm, I know you live in Brooklyn, so yeah, um, it, it's right there. Well, I, I thought I needed a passport to come here, but they didn't stop me at the border, so that's great. The the border is is Greenpoint the border. Greenpoint is the border. Yeah, they but usually stop you at the G, but they didn't stop me, so I was like, very grateful. When, when you're going from like, was it like Greenpoint Ave to uh, uh, Court Square, or yeah, s- something of the uh, sorts. Yeah, well, usually there's a there's a big border, but there wasn't. So anyway, but I, I'm I'm rich, so I took an Uber. Oh, okay. That that well, you know. Um, I would too if I had lots of money, um. But yeah, no. It, you you actually you have been having a big year. Like you just directed Little Women. Mm-hmm. It's very critically acclaimed. People love it. It's nominated for Best Picture. It's got a stellar cast. You got Emma Watson, Saoirse Ronan, Meryl Streep. Yep. Timothy Chalamet. What is it like to work with all those actors? Well, I had already worked with Sorsha in Lady Bird. As well as Timothy. Yes, as well as Timothy as well. Um, and uh, Sorsha actually came up to me at a party, and she told me that she was going to play Joe. Um, and I was like, all right, let me think about it. And then I ended up, you know, calling her back, you know, a few days later, and I said, okay, you can do it. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if you know that I was pregnant the entire time. Yeah, you just <laughs> had your son, Harold, uh, this know. past year. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, I named him after Harold and the Purple Crayon. You know that book? Uh, I, I I actually do. Uh, why, why that book? It's just, you know, as a filmmaker and an artist, I'm all about, you know, creativity and invention, and it was just really important that I carried that on. So, yeah. Interesting. So what, what do you say to people that, like, are a little like annoyed that we're seeing another iteration, uh, another adaptation of Little Women. It's like the fifth adaptation I, I, we've had. Yeah, I mean, I think that's you know certainly the roles of women um, are coming to light more and they're changing, and I think it's really important to highlight how that's changing. And I I didn't do the exact thing; I rewrote the script. So if you know, I'm not sure. I mean, we- the original like Little Women's a book. Yes. I mean, so but I rewrote the I rewrote the other scripts. <laughs> okay. Well, you're you are a nominated for best adapted screenplay as well. Yes. Which um just shows how good your writing is. So oh, thank congratulations you. on that. Um, what would do you think that Little Women relates to in today's world that you thought that it needed a um another reimagining? Yeah, that's that's a great question. I mean, I think. You know that women, no matter what decade we're in, are always carrying the beliefs of their parents on their shoulders, whether it's 2020 or 1825. Um, And I thought it was something that people could really relate to. Carrying the beliefs of their parents. That's interesting that you say that because I feel like there's a very similar theme in your other directorial movie, uh, your debut as a by yourself as a director. Uh, Lady Bird is very much about a young woman carrying the weight of her mother. Uh, what connections can you draw between the two films? 
Well, other than the same actress is playing a similar dynamic. I mean, it, it really is the same pattern that's repeated uh, over and over. Um, I actually feel a little bit even closer to Little Women than I did to Lady Bird because I actually wrote that first. Um, I'm not sure if you're aware, but I wrote that first. And then uh, Lady Bird is loosely based loosely based on my life. I was about to say, Lady Bird is uh, fairly autobiographical. But do you feel like Little Women also is autobiographical? I I would say it was. I mean, I don't, you know, have four sisters. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the dynamics and the place But do you feel like society... you grew up in like an 1860s like <laughs> Massachusetts farm? Yeah, I do. I mean, we didn't have electricity growing up, so I don't you know if you knew have, that about you me. You didn't have electricity? <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. I, oh. I had electricity and phones. Oh, no, I mean, uh, you know, I we've heard a lot of interesting stories on this show. Yes. And I wouldn't be surprised, you know. Like, when we had Joaquin on, he talked about how he grew up in a cult, and um, they didn't have electricity. So, it, you know, and he's another nominee this year, so... It yes. wouldn't be the first time I heard something. The that first nominee crazy. that grew up without electricity. No, I, I I grew up with electricity. Um, I also, you know, I had a lot of like really close female friends growing up, and the sister dynamic, and just feeling obligated, um, to live how your family wants you to live, and struggling with that independence is a theme that I really identified with. Okay. Um. Well, that that's incredibly empowering. Um. So let's get into the meat of stuff. People are clamoring that you got snubbed for a nomination for Best Director for Little Women. Um, how do you feel about that? Especially because your long-term partner, uh, Noah Baumbach, was nominated for his movie Marriage Story. Right, exactly. I mean, I think, you know, I was nominated for other categories. Um, obviously, I worked very hard and I would have appreciated the nomination. Um, I think that... You know, my nomination for Best Screenplay does bring some visibility to other women screenwriters, but I do think that there needs to be more increased visibility with w women directors. So, you know, I don't think it's something to get really mad about or get your panties in a bunch, but I mean, at the same time... <laughs> th I, there, there, there were some directors, though. I, I feel Greta, I, I, I feel like, you know, some directors didn't really deserve to be nominated. Going back I to appreciate the, that. Going back to the Joker film, Todd Phillips was nominated. Mm hmm and uh, how, how do you feel about that? I mean, I thought that movie was really beautiful. So, what you liked um, Joker? I, I I did. I enjoyed it. I enjoy all genres of films, not just the ones that I write and direct. Okay. Um, speaking of the genres you write and direct, you came to prominence uh, being part of like the mumblecore generation of yes. film. Yes. Uh, a lot of your like colleagues don't like that term. How do you feel about it? I mean, I think it's hard enough to work in Hollywood, so I was grateful to have a start. I mean, I got to work with, uh, I'm not sure if you saw Friends with Benefits. Yeah, the Did Duplass brothers. Yeah. Yes, yes. I really loved doing that. I mean, I had a small role in that. That was one of my first things that I that I did, and it was great to work with, you know, Mindy and Natalie and Ashton. and. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I think that that gave me visibility. And I think, you know, once you have visibility, you can start to do more things. So I was grateful for that. Why have you spoken to some of my other colleagues about well, that? Well, no, I, 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 you know, I do my, I do my research, you know, um, and you did a lot of like I mentioned Duplass Brothers because you've done a few films with them, like yes. uh, Drinking Buddies, and uh, you know, uh, 
and they're they're like did the mumblecore films, and then you um sorry I'm looking at my notes real quick here. Uh, you were known to do uh your uh you did Hannah takes the stairs and nights and weekends with uh Joe Swanberg. Yes. Uh, which were very mumblecore films, and uh, I don't know. A lot of people don't like the title mumblecore because they there's like think like of like Michael Sarah and like these actors that just kind of drone on like this and you know just give this really naturalistic tone. Um. How do you feel about that, and how how have you evolved as an actress and a director since then? Right. Well, I think I mean if you look at you know something like Drinking Buddies, I I enjoyed doing that because that was very naturalistic. I'm not really sure why people criticize that so much. Why do you think they criticize Mumblecore so much? Uh, because it it seems to take a long time and not go anywhere. Like your first film with Noah Baumbach was Greenberg. Yes. Uh, and. That is another film that people think, like, tends to not go anywhere. Mm, interesting. Well, I mean, I met him there, so there you go. Yeah, and then you started dating him only a year after. Well, yeah, I mean, you had to build a friendship, and I was, you know, a little hesitant to get involved with someone that I had worked with, but, you know, you can't fight love, so there you go. You say you can't fight love, but uh, Noah famously has released his movie marriage story this year also mm-hmm. nominated for best picture he's nominated for best director and uh that is an uh, also another autobiographical film about his divorce uh how does it make you feel that like he's kind of airing out his dirty laundry and like you're kind of the product of that well i think that art imitates life i mean it's never easy as a partner to kind of see that but i think if you get involved with someone that's in the industry you know that you're business is going to kind of show up just like my mother knew that my business was going to show up in ladybird so he's cool with it he's and cool. i'm cool with it too you're you're, you're yeah. cool with it. I, I feel like i'm cool with it too your story in ladybird is a lot less more innocent than like the way he's depicted as this very angry man in uh marriage story well people can change has and he changed? I think so. I mean, I don't see him I mean, that way. I mean, Noah, if you would like to come on the show, we'd love <laughs> to have you. I'd love to like hear your side of this marriage, marriage and story. divorce story. <laughs> of course. Uh, this I, is, I'd be happy to talk to him about it. I mean, we're only a bridge away. So. Yeah. No, I mean, you guys are real close. What is it like having a newborn, by the way? I'm exhausted. <laughs> And the thing is, when you have a newborn, you can't drink. There's only certain amounts of coffee that you can drink. So I'm exhausted. Oh, you um, only can but drink certain amounts of mm-hmm. coffee in Brooklyn. The like one of the coffee meccas of yeah. like, cafes and uh, cute little coffee spots. Yeah, because when you're breastfeeding, you're not really allowed to. But um, yeah, I mean, I always wanted to be a mother. And, you know, we had tried a few times and I had a miscarriage. I know that I've spoken about that. And mm-hmm. so I was just really grateful to get pregnant. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'm exhausted. My body has changed in ways that I did, did not think it would change. Like I have a completely different body now. Um, I mean, you, you still you look great. Thank I, I you. Have to say, you thank look you. Great. I appreciate that. Uh, I, I I haven't noticed, and I'm sure like <laughs> you're rich. You can go on one of those celebrity diets, get a trainer to like, you know, well, get I'm into about, any shape. I'm all you about want. health, so yeah, you know, yeah. And, I'm not a big I, proponent of you know. diets of diets yes of diets or you know telling females that they should be going on a diet no but like you could have whatever body you you would like as i was saying 
Sure. You I mean, know? I'd rather it, spend my money in different places. But no, sure. but if, you, if you're unhappy with the current like situation, as you express that you've gone through changes and that. Well, yeah, I just gave birth to a life. So, yeah. <laughs> How is it like I, I, I'm myself. I'm not a parent. Um, I don't know if I'll ever have kids, but um, if I do, like, I feel like I, I would love to, like, just skip the first, like, five years and just have a five-year-old to like hang out with you don't want to skip the first five years i mean it's it's kind of amazing being a new mom i mean because you give birth to this thing that you made so that's just insane in the first place and then it looks like you and then they're just so vulnerable and you're constantly monitoring them you know you're like writing down their sleep i mean you're caring for this creature that's completely vulnerable it's insane. And then you just love them more than anything else. So it's like, I don't really, I mean, you asked about the director nomination. I don't even care about that now because <laughs> I'm so focused on Harold. I mean, that that is incredibly fair. Uh, I, I know, like, if I had a child that, like, that becomes a full-time job. Oh, yes. It definitely is. Do you think, like, it's going to be difficult to, like, raise your son and, like, continue to direct? Um, I think it'll make me just a little more picky about the projects that I choose to do. Do you have um, any like irons in the fire right now of what's next? Yeah, I have a few, but I signed some NDAs. So can you, you give know. us a little taste? Can you give us a little hint of what might be like yeah, what sure. discussions are happening? Sure. Um, it will deal with family dynamic again and abortion. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, are, are we talking contemporary piece or is it another contemporary, period? Okay. Contemporary. Okay. Yeah. Now, I know a lot of like uh, big name directors like yourself like to get onto these big Hollywood blockbusters. Mm-hmm. Now, th- this this weekend we had the first like the opening of uh, Birds of Prey, the Harley Quinn movie. Yes. I can't remember the exact title. I actually just saw it last night. It was great. How do you feel about like uh, blockbusters like that? Like I... It was, you know, it was. I had a lot of fun with it. But like, do you not? Do you take the Martin Scorsese stance that this is just like amusement parks and that it's not real like cinema? I mean, I think, I think there's something to be said for spectacle of it. So I think people go maybe to watch those films. They're not as story based. By the way, we've had Martin based. on the podcast oh, a, a wow. few weeks ago, and he was he took a hard stance on this one. Oh, really? Wow. That like movies need to be like true stories, or they're not real cinema. So to some extent, I agree, but also to another extent. Oh I, wow, you're agreeing with Marty? Okay. Well, to some extent, I agree. So for me, as a director, I I am story based, right? I want to see a character journey, and I want to see a story evolve. But some others watch movies just for pure entertainment. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Okay. Right? I don't think there's anything wrong with because the thing is, is people work really, really hard on producing that type of spectacle. So instead of watching it for story, you're really watching it more for costumes, cinematography, editing, special effects. And I don't want to diss those. I don't want to diss those people. I that mean, do th- there, there's some pretty great people. Well. That, exactly. Like they, they like. I, I was just watching the credits of, of the movie last night and there's like 50 stunt performers and I'm like, wow, that is a lot of talent. Exactly. But you wouldn't want to work with that talent. I just don't if think Marvel that's my If Marvel came vibe. to you today 
saying they want you to direct Captain Marvel 2, would you direct it? I mean, I don't think they would. Why not? <laughs> because that's not really, like, my vibe, you know? That's not, like, the vibe that I... <laughs> I mean, Taika Waititi directed the third Thor movie. I mean, that is true. I mean, look, I think he it's He had never it. done any superhero thing. He was known for directing, like movies about people from New Zealand. Right. I mean, I think it would be worth a conversation, although I would be very surprised if they did approach me. Um, also, for what me... What if they got Sorsha Ronan to say yes? Would you be on as well? They, like, And Sorsha says she's only going to do this film if Greta Gerwig directs. That's an interesting conundrum. Perhaps. I feel like you want me to say yes, that I would do it. I, I w- I, you want to see it. I, I, I would love to see that movie. Uh, like a Greta Gerwig directed Marvel film, you know, every, you know, it's like they they need all the best directors. You know, Ryan Coogler directed Black Panther, and he also like directed Fruitvale Station. You know, he he's he's an incredible director. You know, right? I mean, I'd be open to a conversation. Wow. You, you, <laughs> what if they said that if you don't direct it, they're going to give it to Noah? Oh dear! Wow. Well, the money's all going to the same place anyway, Exactly. Right? But do you think you could do a better job? <laughs> than, than Noah? Yeah. Ooh, I mean, I just I think need it to de- know. I just think it depends. It depends on the story, right? Yeah. I would have to see the script. Well, but, okay. What if they, they have both of you write uh, your own Captain Marvel 2 scripts, and you have one that's like yours, and Noah has one that's like his, who do you think is going to be better? You're going to get me in trouble. I mean, <laughs> Noah's an established director. He's He's been through this world, like, for a while. Yeah, that is true. You know, I, I'm sure he's used to it. I, I, I talked to Adam on our last episode about working with Noah, and he, he said, like, you know, he, he's, he's, he's just been in the industry, you know. I don't think they're going to ask him, but they might ask you. That's how I feel. Really? Why do you think they would ask me? Because well, over over Noah? Because I feel like people are like, Noah's movies are like too sad, where your movies are a lot more empowering. Oh, that's you, interesting. You, you, you that would go along with the superhero. Oh, yeah. I think that's a really good point. And if I really wanted it, I would use that at my pitch. Exactly. And I'm gonna that's thank what I'm you trying for that. to okay, say. Okay, thank you. Of course. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. With that said, we w- want to move into a little uh, bit of speed rounds here. We play a couple games on this show. The first game we play is Fuck, Mary Kill. Basically, I have a <laughs> list of three names, and you tell me which category each name goes into. Uh, so there's a theme. Uh, the first name is Emma Watson. Second name, Sorsha Ronan. Third name, Meryl Streep. Oh, Wow. Well, I mean, Meryl is been around the block, so definitely you, fuck Meryl. Oh, I thought you were going to kill her because she's no, old. No, no. Stop that. I mean, like... <laughs> That's horrible. The other two have long careers ahead of them. No, no, no. I would fuck Meryl. I mean, Devil Wears Prada. And, I, mean, I mean, she's brought some yeah, huge oh, of heat. Oh, she yeah, devil? No, no. Oh, no. I, believe me, I know Meryl can bring it. Meryl can bring it. Okay. And then Mary Sorsha. Wow. So you're killing Hermione Granger. You know what I am. Wow. Yeah. I mean, she she's really the the like the top dog when it comes to like raking in the box office though. You really want to like cut her out? I think I do. Wow. I would cut her out. 
I'm glad at least you made a decision because a lot yeah. of our guests like were like, can I just fuck them all? I'm like, no. No, you can't fuck everyone. No, you, you got I mean, you can, but then you have to get tested. I mean, that that's, that's the responsible thing to do. Uh, that's it. Let's go to our next game. We play a little bit of word association here. Basically, I say a word and you say the first thing that comes to mind. First word, writer. Me. Actor. Me. Director. Me. Visionary. Oh, dear. <laughs> Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Truth. Oh, art. Mumble. Hmm. Michael Cera. Core. Core, abdomen, best, friend, picture, show, winner, <laughs> Noah. All right. Well, that's about all we have time for today. I want to thank Greta for stopping by. Greta, is there anything you want to say to our listeners before you head out? Yeah, just um, make art and live your best life. All right. Well, thank you, Greta, for stopping by. And thank you all for listening. And we will see you all next time. again for listening to the yes and i am podcast this podcast has been completely improvised so instead of having the actual greta gerwig with us here today has been my buddy Haley raphael how's it going Haley? i'm great how are you i'm doing good you knew a lot about greta gerwig i i mean look i saw ladybird okay. okay so i saw the movie yeah i i still haven't seen little women okay i saw it because my parents really wanted to go and it's very rare for me to find a movie that I could see with my parents. So we saw it. And then after I saw it, I watched one interview. And I remembered her from that Friends with uh, oh. Benefits movie. Yeah. I think you're thinking of Drinking Buddies. I don't know if she was. Was she in Friends with Benefits? Yes. She, she, so she played. Um, who did she play? So I also remember there was like two movies that year that were like the same. There was like Friends with Benefits. Yeah. And there was the other one that was like the same premise. Oh, yes. It. I also want to say, yeah, so there was the one with Natalie Portman and Ashton yes. Kutcher, and then there was the one with Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. Yes. Yeah. Which was the exact same premise, but yeah. she was in that. She played, so- She was in the one with Mila, Mila Kunis? No, she was in the- Natalie Portman. Yeah. She played, I think, like another resident. Got it. Yeah, and I remember it from that, and then I really like those, what did you say, mumble films? Mumblecore? Mumblecore, which I'd never heard before, so I knew a little bit, yeah. I feel. I didn't know she- <laughs> Married to Noah, whatever. They're his not name married. Is. They've just been dating for nine years. Oh, okay. I did. I've, I have not seen Marriage Story. I I still need to watch. I've seen the one scene where he sings, uh, <laughs> "Being Alive" from uh, Company. Company. Yeah, because like that was really all that I was interested in for a while. Because that's one of my favorite songs. Um, and like I, like I, it. We've talked about this song like about three times already on this podcast. So you don't want Okay, so let me ask you this. How do you feel about company coming to Broadway with a female Bobby? I would like it if they weren't doing it the way they're doing it. Same. I just don't like because I they're making it funny. Right. And they're saying it's a combination of sex in the city and something else. Exactly. And it's like, no, that's first of all It'd be okay if they weren't doing it the way they're doing it. Yeah, and I don't like how they're I mean, I love Stephen Sondheim. I don't like how they're changing. Like Stephen all the Sondheim, pro- guest of the podcast. <laughs> Was he? Yeah, you gotta gotta go back and listen okay. to our Stephen Sondheim episode. <laughs> it's great. It's one of my favorite episodes. You should have me play Stephen Sondheim because I would have known 
everything. Oh, you wouldn't have known more than our Stephen Sondheim. No, I think I would have. Uh, do you know Patrick J. Riley? The person? Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, no, you, well, you're a New York comedian. I, we we have right. very small circles. Um, he like he guessed who I was having him play, and he was like, he knew every single small detail. It was insane. All right. Well, you get Patrick Riley, and he and I can have a showdown. Oh, what? Get him on the phone now. Well, yesterday was his birthday, so I'm sure he's probably still asleep. Okay. Uh, it seemed like he went up pretty hard. Patrick, if you're listening, uh, this is your call out. We're going to have a Stephen Sondheim showdown. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have like a, a Broadway episode. That's right. So you should bring us back for the Broadway episode because I went to school for musical theater. I taught musical theater and I did it for 10 years. So like, don't fuck with me, musical theater. I mean, I am also <laughs> a musical oh, you are, theater so you know. person. Yes. <laughs> per actor or uh actor stage i've worked every position in theater but also like my core is acting understood so i'm among my people yeah no the reason why the whole being alive thing was a thing was because i actually wrote a parody song to it this past year called what being dead no turning 30 oh yeah which you only get if you know the show why because he's 35 in the show no no he's turning 30 it's his 30th birthday in company yeah he's turning 35 turning 35 i hate to break it to you yeah i hate to break your heart it's wow. bobby's 35th birthday 35th wow that means patrick I ha- I patrick ha- confirm patrick he did not call <laughs> me out on that so either you're wrong i'm not wrong <laughs> i need to check this i'm not wrong <laughs> okay google how old is bobby in the show company on the website WashingtonPost.com, they say the Bobby who existed wow, in 1970 right. is a different sort of 35-year-old than the one in 2013, just as the definition of marriage has evolved in the 43 years since company opened. God damn it. <laughs> wow. All right. Consistent. Okay, Google, okay, stop. Okay, Google. I told you don't come for me, musical you know, <laughs> I, I I just needed to check. So, but still, you know. The song is the song, and it's great, and you know, it it, it stands alone because I wrote it for people who don't know Company. I right. didn't. I, there, there's no Company references. It was really about me turning thirty. Yeah, and I think one can argue that thirty is a little more in your face than thirty-five. Yeah, I don't care about thirty-five. I feel like mm. I'm going to turn thirty-five, and it's going to feel like just another year. You'll tell me in five years. Ugh, I don't want to think about five years from now. For the last five years, another uh, musical reference. Oh, we got to talk Jeremy Jordan now? Because <laughs> I, I just got I got on a whole rant recently about Jeremy Jordan. Oh, really? He went to my school. What, I, what school is I that? I think I went on a call. I had coffee with him once. I really? think it was a coffee date, Ooh. but I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he went to my college. Oh, How do you feel about him uh, going into Little Shop? <sighs> yeah, we, we, we I, I had this <laughs> argument the other night. Like, Seymour's not supposed to be hunky. Here's the thing. I think acting-wise and singing Oh, he's a great actor. He'll crush it, but he's too... I think he's too handsome. Yeah. Like, I well, want well, So was Seymour Jonathan be, Groff. Yeah, but I'm, like, more okay with that somehow. I want Seymour to be, like, jo- well, my, a my nebbishy... Huge, oh, yeah, yeah, you want him to be Rick Moranis. Yeah, I want him to be someone that you, like... He takes off his glasses, and you're like, oh, my God, he's hot. 
Not someone that's like, oh, a hot person with glasses. I mean, when I do wear my glasses, I do look rather nabbishy. Well, then maybe. <laughs> oh, no. They, Tanya they, Harding him. I, I, do I, I, it. I, as many people have heard on this show, Little Shop's my favorite show. It's one of ever? my. Yeah, ever, ever. Okay. Yeah. If you listen to our Steven Sondheim episode, <laughs> I do discuss this. I did play Ronette when I was 16 years old. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I mean, in hindsight. It's a little problematic. Not, in hindsight, not great. We were all Jewish. Of course you were. <laughs> the harmonies were pretty good, though. Yeah, but I'm yeah, sure and, you're a great and, s- singer, but like, is that role for you? Mm, I don't think my, that role's for me. Yeah. <laughs> but this was, you know, in the late 90s. So. All right. So back to Greta Gerwig. Oh, yeah. Back to Greta. Um. She, like, fairly young, too. Uh, She's only 36. Yeah, 36. So, like, it's kind of cool to see this, like, fresh face in the directing world and stuff. I I would love to, like, I'm excited because, like, uh, her solo directorial debuts are, like, both nominated for Best Picture, which is kind of crazy. Do you think, like, it's because she's been sitting on it for a while or... What what are your thoughts of, like, how she got there? Well, I kind of feel like Hollywood is not used to women's voices. Fair enough. And so when they come through, it's like it's something that we've been um, sitting on for a long time. And it's just it's just like a fresh perspective. And the work she did was good. I think it came from a place of truth. It wasn't motivated by anything else other than to just like the compulsion to tell a story. Which I think made it good. Yeah, see, I liked Lady Bird. I didn't love it. Mainly because I have, like, this guttural reaction to Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> where I really hate his face. Like, just aesthetically? Or just, like, it makes me angry. Why? I, I Because he just seems so privileged and, like, it, it's like, I, I, I hate you. I Like, you, you're, you're the kid that was an asshole to me in high school. Okay, that makes sense. I think he's from the West Village, and he went to NYU, so that of tracks. He did. Yeah, yeah, no, so that no, tracks. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Like, he has a he has rich boy face. He does, yeah. And he's like got that white he, face. No, it's just like he's playing these characters that, like, especially in like Lady Bird. I'm like, no, that's not who you are. Like, you 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 weren't like cool rocker kid. No, you're rich fancy pants. Yeah, I mean, he seems that way, but but also like I I also have. You know, the anger inside of me of, like, him being and called me by your name and not being queer. Uh, yeah, I feel like that can also be That was, like, my intro to him, and I was like, mm, there's enough gay actors out there. You didn't need this role. Yeah. Actually, it's funny because everyone always asks me, because I'm Jewish, and everyone always asks me, like, are you okay with the fact that Rachel Brosnahan is not Jewish? I don't. I personally don't care, but everyone is always asking me, "Why are you not incensed I, by my, this?" My my bigger issue is with Tony Shalhoub. Why? Because it seems like he's putting on like a Jewish act. I don't know. I think he's pretty perfect in that role. I think he nails. Also, it. I I don't like Miss Maisel. You don't? Well, no. well, he's an actor, so obviously he's putting on an act. Well, no, no. I mean, like, I don't like the show. Like, you I'm don't not, like the show? Just, like, it, it, Why? It feels like it doesn't go anywhere. Well, I think the first season went somewhere, and yeah. then the second and third season, I'm watching it more for the costumes. But I also feel like Amy Sherman Palladino is a linguistic magician. Yeah, I mean, the dialogue's great, but, like, 
there's nothing that like keeps me wanting to watch the next episode. Like there's there, there, like it feels like very stagnant. Which also, you know, I mean, it's not maybe it's not for me, you know. I don't think it's for you because I disagree with you. That's fair, you know. Yeah, I not, disagree. I mean, I think it. I like a lot of shows that people don't like. So, like what? Um, well, see, that uh, the shows I like get canceled, but they're like, I feel like they're shows that you would like. Like my favorite show of all time is Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, like. I but, do, of course. I, I mean, I love that show. Yeah, but it was like kind of made for our demographic, like millennial Jews. Yes, that, that is like true. musical theater. I mean, that is true. Yeah, I I love her. Did you hear she's writing the yeah, nanny, nanny the musical? Of course. Uh, I I am on the. Dude, there is nothing that Rachel Bloom does that I don't know about. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, so you know she's about to give birth, right? Of course. Great. Yeah. No, I, 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 she's You got, should have her on the podcast. Oh, believe me. If I had her on the podcast, I would be like crying. I wouldn't be able to keep myself together. Um, oh, you love her. Yeah. No, she it's is too much. She is one of my heroes. Like it, 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 it would be too, too much. But do you know her? I don't know her personally. I know people that know I her. I know her peripherally. Yeah. Through several there, there's, folks. There's been people on my podcast that know her. Yeah. And I'm like, <sighs> I think I'm one degree separated from her. Yeah, same here. Yeah, same. Uh, yeah, it's it, it, it's weird because it's like I shouldn't be that upset, but like I also just think she's a creative genius, and that um that show was so. I feel like it's gonna be one of those shows that people look back to and be like, "Why wasn't this more popular?" I feel like it was pretty popular among no, no, a no. certain demographic. I was about to say among a certain demographic, and that demographic was us. Yeah, but like I'm I'm saying like. You know, it it had terrible ratings. Like no one was watching it. Maybe it was on the wrong network. Mm, I don't know, cause Riverdale's still like running strong. I don't know. I don't know what to tell Riverdale's you. Riverdale's getting a spinoff that just like had pr- a premiere last night. You know, it's same network. Oh really? Yeah, CW. Yeah, I mean, but r- the Riverdale demographic and the Crazy Ex-Girlfriend demographic, I think, is a very different demographic. It's true. Riverdale I mean, demographics, like the demographic that misses Pretty Little Liars. Right. Exactly. But, so, you know, it, I I enjoy both. So I'm a fan, obviously, the comedy genre, but also anything having to do with time travel. Oh, I love like when I was younger, Quantum Leap was my most favorite. Qu- Quantum Leap. Scott Bakula is great. Um, he was my crush. He was my I've I had so many like sexual fantasies about him when I was 13 years old. Uh, yeah. No. See, like, I, I, I do get, like, crushes like that. Um, my, my first, like, boy crush was on uh, Zachary Levi from Chuck. Oh, my God, Zachary Levi. I know, right? Going it. back to uh, Miss Maisel. <laughs> that man could do whatever he wanted to me. He does not age. Um, I think he's aged, but I'm No, I'm I mean, like, but, it. like, if you look at his face, like, he doesn't look as old as he is. How old is he? He's in his like mid forties. No. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Zachary Levi can get it. I think he's forty. I don't think he's in his mid forties. Let's do this again. I want to okay, say he's Google. forty or forty one. How old is Zachary Levi? Zachary Levi is thirty nine years oh, old. Oh wow. <laughs> I uh, I'm I'm like Don't come for me. I am successfully five years <laughs> off every time. <laughs> 
I was one year off in fairness, but yeah. Yeah, so he, he's almost forty, but like, still he look he looks great. Like he's he's you know he's on that superhero diet, you know, doing I, the Shazam thing. I mean the bot alone, you know the yeah. bot the bot alone, I, I and think then it, the height when you uh, add the I think height I, to it. For for me, it's his smile. It, it, like he's got like that dimply smile. He's got a little like genuine like he's got great eyes too. All right. I mean, this I'm an- I'm here for it. I'm here for all of it. Uh so g- going back into the female director topic, I want to talk a little bit about. I I mentioned it before. Uh, the Birds of Prey movie because it is th- like yeah yeah it's the first all female like written directed and uh starred in uh superhero movie, like. There, there is n- no male help in like the protagonist side, which um you know we already have like Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel, but they're like heavily featuring like male supporting characters, and might not even like break the Bechtel test to be be honest. Oh, I'm sure it it failed hardcore. Yeah, like especially Wonder Woman. I I don't think Wonder Woman. Or there might be one scene in Wonder Woman that makes it past the Bechtel test, but like, it it, it is very male heavy. I'm so out of my depth here because I I haven't seen Birds of Prey and I haven't seen Wonder Woman. Oh, it, like I've I've seen both. I, you know, I I like to pander to like the podcast audience that does listen to watch the superhero movies because I know analytics are like, oh, these are the movies that are top the box office. These are the listeners that are gonna enjoy stuff. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, no, Birds of Prey is cr- gonna crush it this weekend. I'm, s- like, I I was so pleasantly surprised because it cu- it was also coming off the Suicide Squad movie Margot Robbie did with the same character. I know you don't know who these things are. I'm shaking. You guys can't see, but I'm just shaking my head and throwing my hands up. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm for all female teams. Oh, exactly. But the thing is, like, it's female led blockbusters, which, like, you know, blockbuster movies has been such a like male heavy you know world yeah because there wasn't they didn't allow room for women yeah with the exception of um what's her name uh zero dark 30 director hurt locker uh i can't help you here i can uh, only help you with age facts yeah, yeah. that's the only thing i can help you with okay so if you if i named the person you would be able to get their age within five years closer I than say, i am within three years <laughs> within three years because i was off with zachary levi by one year and spot on with company. Yeah. Well, I mean, th- that's fair. Um, <laughs> 35. Like, that's such a boring age. Really? I guess, like, 35 is, like, the age if, like, you're not married by then, maybe it's an issue. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to feel any different at 35 than I do now. Yeah, but the company was written in 1977, so. Oh, that you're an old man at 35. In, 1977, yeah. 1977, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean. I think that my parents got married in 1977 and they were 23 and 24. Yeah. My parents got married young. My mom got married at 22. Yeah. Same. Yeah. No, I'm now the age my father like was when I was born, which is is real weird because I'm like, I can't imagine having me. But also my parents were like married seven years before like had kids, you know? Yeah. My parents were married. Which is unusual. Like married seven years without having kids is like people like, is there something wrong? Yeah. What were they doing? Enjoying life traveling. Oh, nice. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. No, um, I, I think that's like incredibly healthy, you know? 
it's just very different now. It's 2020. And also marriage isn't for everyone. Yeah. Um, if you watch Marriage Story, I'm sure like you'll be able to tell that marriage is not for everyone. Was that the byline? Marriage Story. <laughs> marriage isn't for everyone. No, it's just a uh, marriage story. You're going to punch your hand through a wall. That's like all I know is like Adam Driver punches his head through like a wall. I mean, I'm a fan of Adam Driver. I mean, he's an excellent actor. He was our last guest on this podcast. And oh, wow. He was pretty great. And also, thank you for your service, Adam Driver. Oh, yeah. You mean, oh, well, okay. So, but he was medically discharged, like, for a non-combat injury. He fell off a dirt bike and, like, hurt himself. That's okay. You know? It's okay, Adam Driver. Yeah, no, but it's just, like, one of those things where it's just, like, oh, it's... You, you were being dumb is how you got out of the military. Would you prefer he got shot? No. <laughs> I'd prefer he left on his own volition. Well. You know, that it was like well, can I tell an you? amicable, like, breakup, you know, not like this marriage story, like, situation. I can't comment on that. I can probably just. Yeah, because neither of us is. have seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Um. I'm going to watch it before Sunday. Sunday's the Oscars. Are you, are you rooting for anyone? Do you, do you follow the Oscars at all? No, I follow the Emmys. The I'm a Emmys? T- I'm a, yeah, I'm a TV girl. There's too many, though. There's too many Emmys or too yeah. many TV shows? Both. <laughs> like, I can't keep up with all the TV shows. And most of like, I watch a lot of animated stuff. Um, my, my favorite animated show just ended. Um, what show? Bojack Horseman. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. I've only watched one or two episodes, but it's very dark. Yeah, it's great. Did uh, you see the Will Arnett um, show about like recovery? I forget what it's called. Um, Yes, I did. Uh, what is that called? Uh, I can't remember. It only had two seasons, um, but it was also on Netflix. Yeah, I just forget. What's yeah. the name? Should uh, we ask Google? No, I'm, I'm not as committed to this one. Because yeah, I, I don't yeah, think either fine. of us is trying to be right on this one. I'm not trying to be right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, like, I watch a lot of stuff that doesn't get nominated for things, for Emmys. Emmys. Mm. Uh, but, like, all my favorite shows have, like, ended this year, which is real sad. Like. R.I.P. Yeah, Silicon Valley has ended. The Good Place has ended. Uh, BoJack has ended. <laughs> Crazy Ex-Girlfriend has ended. Like, it, it, like I'm going to have to find new shows. Well, I just watched Future Man. Future Man was mm-hmm. Future Man. It's, is that the Hulu show with the guy from the thing? From the Hunger Games? Oh, maybe it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's about someone who plays a board game, wins the board game, and then people come back from the future to... Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. With what's his name? Um, that Pita. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, and I just watched The Circle on Netflix. I've been told I would be a good contestant on the circle. I think I don't know. I I don't know what this means. Have you seen it? No. It's so. Several people have told me like, "Oh, Aaron, you've been such a good contestant." I'm like, "What does that mean?" It basically so okay. So the premise of the circle is that people come in, they they give them an apartment, and they don't leave their apartment, and they just speak to each other through. Yeah. Oh no, I've heard this. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then you can pretend to be yourself or you can pretend to be someone else. And then you form alliances Mm -hmm. like it's crazy. But I feel like I'm too genuine of a person. I don't like sugarcoat stuff. Well, I don't want to spoil it. But the person that wins was and I'm air quoting right now. Genuine. Oh, so maybe I would be good. Okay. Anyways, 
Haley, you're a uh, actor comedian here in New York City. What do you have going on these days? Well, um, last night I just performed at UCB. A oh, show. very cool. Yep, it was Hell's for Kitchen? Black History Month. Yep, mm-hmm. I played a racist witch, so that was that oh, was cute. cute. I was about to say Black History Month. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you're following a trend here that I'm. I don't know how I feel about. <laughs> Um, and then I just became um, artistic director of sketch for an all-female sketch group that I'm in. Oh, where's that? So um, it's called Hilarious, and we have a show in April at the Pit. Uh, do you up. know? Do you know the date in April? Oh man! Wow, you're not good at plugs. <laughs> I'm horrible at plugs. I want to say it's April 12th, but let me get the exact date. Do you have? Uh, does the team have like a social media? Yeah, so we're at the hilarious show and then i'll be posting on my instagram and i'm at five feet of firecracker oh very cool (laughs) um yeah so and then also on february 13th i am in uh, (laughs) a show at the pit where where i'll be going on a date live on stage marital correctness oh who, who hosts that it's um ian and aaron they're a married couple got it yeah so they'll be matching me. So those are the two things that I have going on now. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and so last place, where can, again, where can people find all your dates and details? Sure. So you can, again, find me on Insta at 5 Feet of Firecracker. You can visit my website, www.hayleyraphael.com. Awesome. Well, thank you, Haley, for uh, stopping by and joining us. Um, if you want to find us on Instagram, we're at yesandiam. I'll post a pic of me and Haley there. You can click on that and find her easily that way. Um, Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Haley, for coming. And we will see you all next time.